0: I will say, just can't made the, made the parable. A man went out to sow. <laughs> some seeds fell by the wayside. Some fell on, tony, on, on stony ground. Some fell on, in thorns. While some fell here on good soil. And the seed, he said, he said is the word of God. The seed is not money. Because some of us pastors will turn it to be money. That you have to look for a... a, 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 a a, a, a highly anointed church to sow your seeds. Amen. The seed there is the Word of God. You are not built as a child of God by the things you hear. You are built by as a child of God by the things you hear. The power in the Word of God is not in the Bible you carry. It's in the words that Word that is inside of you, the Word that you can bring out. When the Bible says, come let's reason together. He's not talking for you to come and sit and you're listening. It means you have something to bring back to Him. If you're coming to in prayer to God, you have to come back to Him with His Word. You remind Him of what He has said, but if you don't have what He has said in you, you come blank. That's why most of the time we find it hard to pray in understanding, in English or in French. I will say, let's pray. We switch to tongues, because why? Nobody will understand what you're saying. Amen. When the Word of God is not in you, if it does not dwell in you, richly. If it does not abide in you richly you cannot pray effectively it doesn't matter how many times you come to church if the word of God does not abide in you abide in you is not when you come and to church and you hear It's what you can keep and what you can say amen this is a foundation to the message of today who builds your house As we come to church, we are coming to class to learn about ourselves and the things of God so that when life brings you an exam, you can be able to answer the question that life brings before you by the things you have inside. You cannot give up what you don't have. When challenges face you and you cannot answer the challenges, it means you don't have anything to counter it. Who builds your house? What builds your house as a child of God? We are living in a world where there is so much information outside and our mind has been programmed in a way that we filter it and sometimes we don't even know what to keep. So most of the time we hear and it just goes. Why? Because we are programmed that way. There is so much saturation of information in the atmosphere. By our phones, by our TV sets, by the gossip we hear around, we have so much. But the question is, what do we choose to keep inside? If we cannot keep the things that is there to make us who we should be, then what are we actually keeping inside? We can remember what somebody said twenty years ago. We can remember what my friend called me. We can remember details and specific times, dates and hours. So who builds your house? Let me start from Hebrews chapter three verse four, Amen. Hebrews chapter three verse four. We are going to see how a house is built and what. Destroys a house, Hallelujah! Remember, the Bible says we are God's temple. It means we are God's household. Amen. We are God's house. Amen. Hebrews chapter three, verse four: For every house is built by someone, but he that builds all things is God. Amen. Chaque maison est construite par quelqu'un, mais celui qui a construit toutes choses c'est Dieu. Amen. All, every house is built by someone. But he that builds all things is God. Amen. That's the key scripture for us this morning. That every house is built by someone. You as an individual, you as a family, you as a church, every house is built by someone in my house i'm not the only person responsible for building my house amen there are two persons that came together to build the house myself my wife you your host yourself your husband amen both of you are there to build your house but your focus and your foundation should not be in your ability alone to build your house as a child of god who builds all things God. So in as much as, as, you, as you are responsible for building your house, God is also the one who is behind you building your house. Because if you're building your house by yourself, there's a high chance and high probability that you, there will be cracks and that will develop in that building. Amen. Because first of all, when you're building a house, what is the foundation you have laid? You take sand and put in a trench and they start laying blocks on top because you wanted to cut costs? Or do you take uh, sand mixed with cement and gravel and then you put all in that that trench that you build? The way you build your foundation will determine how your house will be built and how long-lasting that house will be built. As a child of God, if your house is not built on the foundation of the Word of God, your house will definitely crumble. Because why? In the Bible or in the church, there's morality in the word of god there is morality morality is not christianity hello in the word of god there is morality but morality is not christianity but in christianity there is morality what am i saying in the world today they tell you that live your life as you please but go and meet the parents who don't who don't believe in god they want their children to be good children upright no i'm bringing my children in the right way The right way, once it's not the God's way, it's not the right way. What are you trying to tell? No, my children don't steal. They don't tell lies. They don't do drugs. They don't drink. According to you, that is the right way. So I have morally upright children, but godly outright children. (laughs) Amen. So when it comes to morality, your children are upright. But when we come to the thing of God, they are nowhere to be found. And it's easy to be deceived based on that foundation amen what do the children use to use as a as a measuring block their father their mother my father doesn't drink he doesn't smoke so I don't drink I don't smoke so I'm good but when the challenges of life will hit them what will they fall back to nothing amen what foundation is your heart sounding on who beats your house who beats your house is it by the things you see around you or by the word of God? That's eternal. Amen. Who builds your house and what builds your house? Once you have a child who goes out amidst temptation, and the temptation is coming from another person who's trying to convince the child to do what is not in the nature of the child, what the child will use to counter is the word of God inside. Why? The Bible says, flee youthful lust. The child can be able to fall on a scripture and remember, oh, in church last week, this is what the pastor said. This is what my mother, my dad, my dad said in the morning devotion about these things. The Bible says, he will steal, should steal no more. And uh, this is my first enemy to steal. The person can come back to the word of God and use that as a foundation to be able to resist and give a rebuttal. Amen. But when there's nothing like that, what would the child do? Um, let me just... The child will try to consider. Because there's no wall of defense that the child can lean on and say, No, I hold my ground. then as much as what you say sounds good. Amen. But there's a wall behind me that's holding me as a foundation. Glory to God. The Bible says train up a child, not train up an adult. Amen. It starts when they are young. Glory to God. It's more like talking about how you cannot straighten the bended stick. Amen. But when it's young, you can be able to put a stick, sometimes you pin a stick and tie it so it grows straight. That's how you start from that young, that age. So the word of God is there to guide you. That yam that you planted, that stick that you put beside, once it's growing and getting longer, what you need, what you do as somebody who is interested in the in the harvest you want to have is that you come back and you also add uh, uh, ropes the, as it's growing taller. Because you know, if you leave the rope only at the bottom, it will still fall. So the word of God is not only for the beginning, it's right to the end. So you don't give the word of God in the morning and you end there. You do it on a daily basis. So you keep tying as it's getting to a point until you know that okay, this at this point the, the, the stem has become strong enough to hold itself, then you can be able to leave it. You come and remove those support systems. They have to the train up a child in the way that they should go. When they are old, they will not depart from it. it means that there's no way that tree, when it has got to that point of maturity, can be able to fall again. Amen. Because it has been nurtured, it has been guided. The Word of God is there to guide you when you're building your house. Your house as an individual, personal development, guided by the Word. Your, your house as a family, guided by the Word of God. What, what makes most of us married men and women? To avoid shouting and fighting outside and, and pulling our dresses is what? It's the word of God. <laughs> Amen. No matter what, there is this thing that what will people say. In as much as sometimes we say we don't care what people will say, but there are many times we care what people will say. You have an integrity to uphold. You have a legacy you're building and you don't want it to be tampered with. And more to that, you have the word of God that you cannot disgrace yourself. What the question will be? What people say? They know that I'm a child of God. So, what message am I preaching? So, in as much I do not really care. What we don't care is that is the fact that your impression about me, if it's not aligned to the principle of the Word of God that has been laid for me, it doesn't move me because I'm not there to impress you, I'm there to make impact. Amen. So, if your opinion about me is not aligned to what the Word of God say, opinion with means if I do something. And you bring, you show me my errors by the word of God, I can consider it. But don't come and show me errors based on your own opinion and impression of me, which has nothing to do with the fact that I'm actually wrong because you want me to do it your way. It doesn't move me. Most at times, your building can only stand firm if you know where you're actually standing and the foundation you're built upon. Remember yesterday I was saying something like somebody should not just come and tell you something and immediately you leave where you are and go to point B and the person come and tell you something else you leave from point A to point B that's one thing that happened to us when we follow too much motivational speakers, amen. Someone will come and tell you you cannot live only on your salary, quit your job and invest and you no foundation and the person say do you know how do you understand? How many streams of income do you have? Like streams of income. How many streams of income do you have? Yeah, look at them. It's just my, my job, my salary. No, no. I have six streams of income. Quit your job. I quit my job. And I had nothing. And I had just 2000 And I invested 2000 I started with 2000 And then you with a weak mind. And you want to make it as fast as possible. You have not understood how many years that it took that person to get to that point. And you left your job. Say, I quit. And then before leaving, you burn the bridge. There's no way you can come back to that to that job you burn the bridge you, on the day of leave, you wrote a letter you paste on every door, insulting your boss how is wicked how is inconsiderate how is that making you to be as a slave you are working for him he's getting fat and buying cars be careful on advices and the opinions of people amen once you know the foundation you're standing on you should not be moved by every slight of doctrine the bible says don't be moved by every slight of doctrine you not be moved by every wind of opinion hallelujah Amen. In Psalms 127 verse 1, the Bible says, Except the Lord builds the house. Not except the Lord builds a house. It's specific. Except the uh, the Lord builds the house. The labor in vain that builds it. Except the Lord keeps the city. The The watchman watches in vain. Except the Lord. Accept means you have to put yourself away and let the Lord build. Except, which means if you build the house, you're building in vain. And that's why I said Christianity. There is morality in Christianity, but there's morality. It's not Christianity. Amen. Because once you are a child of God, there's no way you put, you do your things without putting God first. What's one of the things we say in TCG? Giving Yeshua the preeminence, putting Jesus first in everything we do except the Lord builds the house, they that labor, they labor in vain, that build it. If you're doing it by your own effort, you're doing it in vain. Because you cannot sustain it. Hallelujah. Before you build, put the Lord in front. Amen. So we're talking about the Lord building the house. We're talking about the Lord being, being the one who builds all things now i want to take us to Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1. in the family who actually builds the house which actually builds the home because there's a difference between house and there's a difference between home a home is where you find comfort when you leave from work and you're rushing to i'm going to my home why because that's where you release your stress. Amen. But what you have is, as a man, you have a nagging wife and you leave work, you're not going to a home. You're going to your house. But what you're going to meet is not a home. Because a home is a place of comfort. Most of the time you hear this, people put this slogan, home sweet home. Amen. You can say, no, I'm leaving work, I'm going to my house. But in your mind, I'm going to my home. Let people have a positive impression of you based on the foundation you have built. Not that they see a very beautiful house, but there's no home. That's what I was saying. Don't impress people outside. I depress people inside. (laughs) Amen. Don't impress people outside. I depress people inside. I keep saying that we are all humans. We are struggling to build. There's no way you build a house in one day. What I started by saying i always have a format i give my message when i started by saying i said you don't build a foundation and you raise the house in mineral and roof on the same day no matter how much money you have when you build the foundation you let it to set you build the blocks and get to the linting level you let it to set most of the time when you are too much in a rush the house collapses because the cement has not bonded together with the sand and hold the blocks together so you have to build by stages. So, in a much we are also children of God, we are growing stage by stage. Never you rush your building. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. Wisdom is referred to as a she, as feminine. Amen. But this, this, this was one of the things, when you read throughout the book of Proverbs, wisdom is always referred to as she. Amen. And who is the wisdom of God? Jesus. Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the wisdom of God. So if Christ is the wisdom of God, our wisdom is referred to so us, she. So Jesus no. Amen. But listen, least remember, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 20, I'm trying to go up a little bit. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 20, what did God say? Let us make man. Us, let us, plural, Elohim, let us make man in our image and likeness and let them have dominion. So in the image of God, the Bible says he created he, him, male and female. God created him, man, male and female. Hello? God created He, him, the man, male and female that's why when he came to genesis chapter 2 after god had made all the animals and asked adam that to name all of them but after adam named all of them he could not find a help meet for him and god said adam go to sleep 119. god removed from him she he moved from the male the female and when adam woke up he knew instantly that this is from me this is the bone of my bone flesh of my flesh and said this i'll call Eve. And that's why biology. What are the chromosomes of a man? X and Y. What are the chromosomes of a woman? Not chromosome, woman, chromosome. X. And what is it? the chromosome of a, of X is aligned to which sex? Female. So Y is aligned to which one? Male. So a man is made up of X and Y, male and female. A woman is made up of female because only the female was made removed and made in the woman. So biology. Give us a hand of applause to what God said. Let us make man. So, man is complete, woman is incomplete. (laughs) Hello. So, you see how even the science itself goes back to approve, to to affirm what God's word said. Amen. So, that brings me back to what I was saying in the beginning. Wisdom is referred to as she. So when God said, let us make man, male and female, he was talking about making it in his image and life. So God has two personalities. Let me not put two personalities. God is made up of both the masculine attributes and feminine attributes. That's why he, the Bible says he's a mother to the motherless and a father to the fatherless. So God can be both. It's a spirit. You don't go to heaven and look. Hey, where are the female angels? It's yes, none. The Bible never mentions female angels. It was called, referred to all of them as angels and most of all of them are made. amen but that to show you that in the man is the woman that's why men will beat women are idiots cowards i have so much scriptures to give but i think i've already explained to us more the detail side i just want to give us the scripture that backs up the things i've been saying amen proverbs 14 verse 1 the bible says the wise woman beats her house but the foolish pulls it down with her hands, but in this modern age, the foolish woman does not pull down her house with her hands, but with her mouth. What just another house is the mouth of the woman. Gossip. When we put gossip right, as children of God, we should change the name of gossip for constructive dialogue, constructive conversation. You, but women can see as children of God, believers, and they have constructive dialogue, building their house because why wisdom builds a house. Amen. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. The wise woman builds her house. The wise woman, when the woman is known, builds her house. Not a wise woman. It's not any woman. Amen. The wise woman, the one which actually wise, builds her house. But the foolish one puts it down with her hands. It's like saying that I cannot destroy what I have to build. Amen. You cannot build your house by yourself. Then you go and destroy it. And that's what happens most of the time when there's a disagreement in houses. You find some women who tell you that you know you know the, you know, the anger won't get them here. I feel broke all things for the house, both of you suffer too buy? What has come over me? You yourself, you were building. Next minute, you are holy. Anger is one worship of danger. The Bible said, be angry and do not sin. The sin there's not to commit sin, the sin there's not destroy the things that you've used to build. You can use one ten years to build something and one second to destroy it. People buy cars for 500 million. You buy a car for 1 million dollars, that's 500 million. But there is one second of just pressing the gas pedal room to, to, to impress people and they go and hit it. And it's beyond repair. 500 million. Gone in a second. Why? Because of showmanship. Because of anger. You destroy what you build. It's a a to build a house takes effort. It takes time. But to destroy a house takes nothing. Chef, mostly when you hear about demolition projects in America, in this big and well, they demolish story buildings. In Africa, we don't demolish, it's forced by itself. <laughs> Amen. You see that they put they put uh, those explosives in the manner where the, the time how it explodes. And you see a building that's 40 storey high, in the space of one pressing of a button. Yeah, but All right, so you see, the buildings are coming down as if they're just pulling in. Not to and go, pull it, it down. So that's how it comes down. But if you check how many years they used, like about 7 years to build that structure, once one small, simple body brought it down. Wisdom builds her house. Every wise woman builds her house, but every foolish one blocks it down with her hands. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3, the Bible says, True wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. So understanding one another is what maintains the structure of your house. Understanding one another is what maintains the sanity of your home. Amen. As husband, as wife, as children, don't let outside opinion change the format of your house because you're trying to please people. Their opinion is good. But you have to be wise on taking their opinion. It should be aligned to the values and principles you have set for your own House. Amen. The Bible says true wisdom is a house built by understanding it is established. So, you as a wise woman who builds a house, it is understanding to keep it. When you talk about wisdom, builds a house. It's talking about you as an individual. Use wisdom to build yourself. And by understanding, you establish your principles. You establish yourself. Don't just let anything come inside to change your perspective, change your integrity, change everything about that you struggle to build. Hallelujah. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse eight, the Bible says, by much slothfulness, the building decays. Slothfulness, is what? Laziness. Not be paying attention to details. Letting and others can inside and infiltrate. Amen. Through slothfulness, the building decays. And through idleness of the hands, the house drops through. Amen. So as your building, be careful what you let inside and for children of God the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 13 it says woe unto him that builds his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong most of us marry men the Bible says your matrimonial bed should be untified that's why the Bible says and his chambers by wrong that uses his neighbor's service without wages so, you as a wife, you will not open your door to everybody because you want to be welcoming. And because they are, they are, they are my friend, she will destroy your house by gossip. And some will come and entice your husband by gossip. So they you destroy your house by gossip, they destroy your house by gossip. Mind who you let open your doors to. Every, we, we all trust ourselves. Yes, the Bible says let not be slothful in business. The Bible says, we should be fervent in the spirit. Not slothful in business. Not lazy in doing business. Not being lazy in guarding your house. Because you think that no, I can just, I can, I want to please people. I want to be men pleasers. I don't, I don't know what they'll say about me outside because I always close my door. Yes. Have you ever put a, a, a pig inside a fence, which is always lower the pigs get pregnant? Open the door. Both the immature pig and the mature ones, the crazy ones, and the polygon ones will follow after it. Why? Because you opened the door. But people who are wise, what they will do is that they will close the door, go and look for a pig that is a good species to come and cross. Why? Selective identification. Selecting who comes in and selecting who goes out. That's why, even your life as a child of God, there are friends you should cut off from. I cannot be friends with someone who is always getting drunk. Who's like, as we leave work, the person is always thinking about going to a bar. And the question is, are you married? Yes, you have a wife. Why are you always going outside? You cannot be going outside to drink alone. But I live. always in bars waiting for people to hook up with. So I cannot identify myself. We can be workers. We can be in the same place. We can be colleagues. But as we leave office, we are done. There are people you disassociate yourself with. Because you don't know. The Bible says evil communication, corrupt good manners. Even evil, a uh, uh, bad association, corrupt good manners. This at, is attributed to everybody. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 20, 14 verse 34. The righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any, God, any people. Righteousness exalts, means it beats up a house. The word of God beats up the house. Remember, Jesus Christ is the righteousness of God, right? And the Bible says. Jesus, who did not know sin, was made sin, that we, through the, the grace of God, can be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, righteousness is what builds a house. Righteousness is what builds a person. Amen. But sin is what destroys a person. Sin is what destroys a house. Sin, here in the presence but it has to talking about it, the, the opinions you let from outside. Know what you say. Know who you say it to. Know who you open your doors to and who you close your doors to. Know who you visit and who you don't. There are friends you will visit and don't them to your house. This is my word for you this morning. Say so you shall not build and another man inhabit. You shall not plant and another man eat. For as the days of a tree are, the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Hallelujah, you shall not build an another man inhabit, you shall not plant and another eat, for as days of the days of a tree, so shall be days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. God blesses the works of our hands and honors the words of our mouth. When we pray, God honors our words and then when we walk, He blesses. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Shall we rise up on our feet? Every wise master builder knows the material he or she uses to build the house. Every wise master builder knows the materials they use to build their house. If you want your, your house to be long-lasting, choose wisely the materials you use. Choose wisely the people that will come around to help you build the house. Amen. But Remember, our very first scripture, Hebrews 3 verse 4. Every one house is built by somebody, but God is the one that builds all things. So let's be wise. Let's let God be our main builder. In as much as we make decisions, let God guide our decisions. In as much as we make friends, let God, God allow us to be able to discern the right one from the wrong ones. Somebody can be your good friend today, but become your killer tomorrow because of envy. So they became your friends not because of love, they became your friend because of envy. And they'll pretend to show you that they are too good. And by the time when that, the appointed time comes, they set you up. Amen. Let's be wise. Let's pray for the spirit of discernment on a daily basis. Glory to God. Let's put together with Jesus. We hope you've been blessed by this message from the Tower Church gathering. God bless you.